From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Friday, March 25th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The National Weather Service has confirmed a tornado touched down in southwest Ohio on Wednesday afternoon. Steve Vaughn has more. A survey team from the Weather Service office in Wilmington says an EF0 tornado hit the Clarksville area, which straddles Warren and Clinton counties. The storm traveled a mile and a half near State Route 350, tossing around a pop-up camper and collapsing a barn. The twister snapped a couple of trees and caused minor damage to a home before it lifted. No injuries were reported. Steve Vaughn, ONN. The Ohio Supreme Court has denied a request by Democratic lawmakers to move the May 3rd primary. Yolanda Harris has the latest. State Senator Vernon Sykes and House Minority Leader Allison Russo had asked the Ohio Supreme Court to move the primary back to June 28th. Now it is up to the Ohio General Assembly to decide whether to keep the primary in place without Ohio House and Senate seats on the ballot or move it. Yolanda Harris, ONN News. Ohio's primary election is scheduled for May 3rd, and it's just six weeks away, but candidates still don't know whether the contest will happen at that date. A series of court rulings invalidating Republican-drawn redistricting maps has threatened to delay the primary by a month or more. There's even a chance the election could be split onto two dates, with one focusing on statewide races and the other on the state house and congressional contests that are tied up in the map-making fight. That's left candidates scrambling to shift their strategies for fundraising, advertising, and voter outreach, just as they thought they were nearing the end of the primary campaign. Students at one southeastern Ohio college are demanding the school publicly acknowledge that racism exists on campus. Kevin Landers says dozens of students at Ohio University marched yesterday to draw attention to the issue. OU police say they're investigating four incidents, but they're not sure if they're connected. They also say this is a rapidly evolving situation. Ohio University's president addressed the issue on the university's website, saying our community will not tolerate a culture that threatens physically or emotionally any group or individual on our campus. We have offered students opportunities to relocate to a different dorm if needed. In addition, we have engaged leaders of student senate and black student organizations here to hear their concerns and their ideas. From Ohio University in Athens, Kevin Landers. A South African woman is accused of smuggling drug-soaked papers into prisons, including some in Ohio. Eric Brown reports. Federal prosecutors say 46-year-old Tanya Baird bought synthetic narcotics from China, soaked the drugs on illegal paperwork, and mailed the paperwork and packages to people in the U.S., who then provided them to inmates in prisons in Ohio and elsewhere. From June to August 2021, the Justice Department says 69 items arrived in the U.S. Half of them were headed towards Ohio's Southern District. Baird was arrested Thursday as she arrived at John Glenn Columbus International Airport. Eric Brown, ONN News. A familiar face was among those testifying in favor of Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, President Joe Biden's nominee to the U.S. Supreme Court yesterday. Andrew Kinsey has more. Ohio Representative Joyce Beatty keyed in on Jackson's character and qualifications while urging fellow lawmakers to move the country forward. Of the 115 justices, 108 have been white men. Judge Jackson would be only the sixth woman and the first black woman to serve on our nation's highest court. If the Senate Judiciary Committee recommends to move forward with Judge Jackson's nomination, the full Senate could vote on her confirmation sometime before Easter. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
The Ohio Supreme Court has scheduled oral arguments over whether Governor Mike DeWine had the legal ability to end the state's participation in a federal pandemic unemployment aid program. The program provided $300 in weekly coronavirus unemployment funds. DeWine, a Republican, followed the position of business groups that said the weekly payment was making it difficult to recruit employees. Critics of ending the payments 10 weeks earlier than a government deadline last June said workers had multiple reasons why they might not be returning to jobs. The court on Thursday set a May 25th hearing. Administrators of Columbus City Schools, the state's largest school district, say they will begin implementing random metal detector checks in schools next week. More from Yolanda Harris. In a letter to parents, there are three main purposes to these screenings, they say. First, to detect a weapon and to deter the act of bringing weapons onto school campuses and also to reduce the potential for violent incidents. Some parents like the idea, while others don't to not keep the parents in the loop and, or even ask before it's actually implemented is a complete invasion of, of privacy. The kids should be able to concentrate on their education and not have to worry about if someone's carrying a weapon in the school. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio Department of Health Director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff yesterday gave his weekly update on the state's fight against COVID-19. Brittany Bailey has the latest. The Ohio Department of Health reported more than 3,600 new cases, 193 new hospitalizations, and a positivity rate of 2.3 percent. And when we compare those numbers to last week, well, the numbers are actually virtually the same, with just a slight increase in cases and a drop in hospitalizations and the positivity rate. Despite a drop in cases, Dr. Vanderhoff is still pushing for precautionary measures, and that includes getting the COVID-19 vaccine. I'm Brittany Bailey. And the campuses of Wilberforce University and Central State University in Southwest Ohio will host a series of debates for candidates for statewide office next week. More from Clay Gordon. The Ohio Debate Commission will host three debates over two days. Monday, you'll hear from U.S. Senate Democrats at 11 a.m. U.S. Senate Republican candidates will face off that night at 7. And the Ohio gubernatorial Democratic candidates will wrap up the two days Tuesday night. The gubernatorial Republican debate was canceled. I'm Clay Gordon. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.